Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bandroom Podcast. My name is Dylan Maddox. Uh, I'm doing this uh, little intro solo because I just got back from Chicago, the, what is it, the 76th Midwest Clinic, um, and my second year at the Midwest Clinic, and we once again did the Midwest Memories episode where you'll hear from a great deal of people. Um, I think there's 16 interviews all all together. Um, and some of them are people that we talked to last year. Some of them are past guests. Some of them are new friends who will be on the podcast and uh, lots of fun. But before we get to that main episode, the Midwest, Midwest Memories episode, um, just a couple of things. It was a real treat this year, even more than last year, because that's what happens with time. Things grow. The podcast being one of those and, and our audience um, growing as well. So it was it was great to connect with so many people who uh, listen to the podcast who have benefited from the wisdom of our guests. Um, so it was that was probably the main the main takeaway for me was just being able to connect with people who are listening to this thing every two weeks, and even those people who support us on Patreon or or whatever it is. Um, we also did a raffle for some bandroom merch, a hoodie, a t-shirt and a coffee mug. Originally, I was going to hand it all out to one person, but I said, why not spread the love? And we uh, ended up giving it, picking three different people. And those three people are, drum roll, please. I think I have a drum roll uh, thing here. A rim shot. Yeah, not not useful. But anyway, um, so, so the winners of our raffle, and this is no surprise to them, because they've already been contacted. But our winners are Jolene Wong, James Minix, and Rachel uh, Kazar. So congratulations to those three people. They will be getting sent a hoodie, a t-shirt, or a coffee mug. They already chose because they were selected in a specific order, so they know what they're getting. But um, congrats to those, and thank you for your ongoing support of the podcast. Uh, very exciting. And they signed up for that raffle at a specific location that I just want to give a shout-out to. Um, one of our main sponsors had a presence at Midwest and had a booth and they allowed us to kind of use their booth as a, a bit of a headquarters for the week. And I'm incredibly grateful to Kaleidoscope Adventures and Keith Kelly and the whole team that I was able to meet from Kaleidoscope Adventures for their ongoing support, which I'm very happy to say is going to continue into 2023 um, of the podcast and and just what we do. Um, and not only supporting the podcast, but trying to do partnerships with each with with Kate and I that go beyond kind of just a regular sponsorship. Um, so once again, I'm just incredibly grateful for Cladoscope Adventures and uh, all the all the help that that Keith um, has given us. And you'll be able to hear from Keith in this episode. Uh, and we tried to do some fun stuff. We were going to try to do a, a bonus episode from um, Kitty O'Shea's a joint kind of global bandroom bandroom release, but. Uh, I began to think this might become problematic and because I can't bring a sensor button with me at all times. And especially when there's drinks involved, who knows what will be said. Um, so maybe next year we'll figure out a way to do, <laughs> to do one of these episodes. Um, at any rate, without further ado, here is this year's 2022's Midwest Memories episode. Okay, welcome, welcome, welcome 
to the first interview of uh, the band room at Midwest, and I'm I'm here with none other than the wonderful, the amazing Kenley Christofferson. Oh my word! <laughs> Welcome, and this is really exciting because it's Kenley's first Midwest. It is my first Midwest, Dylan. It's it's a wild ride. It's been and, amazing. And how is it so far? Uh, it is very big. The scale <laughs> of it was quite surprising. It's a lot. Um, in a, in a good way. Um, we're uh, we're here at the Prairie Composers Collective booth, 1909, yes. uh, with my friend and colleague Matt Newfeld. Uh, we're we're sharing some of our music, mm-hmm. and uh, we're both band teachers, so we're talking a lot of shop, yeah. which is really fun, and uh, and talking about how we've done each other's work a lot. Right. So we've, we're kind of each other's workshop, which is really fun. Um, it's been awesome to get to talk to people, yeah. to meet people, uh, to go to some sessions. I just went to a great one on gamifying the band room, mm, which is cool. Yeah, that's your thing. That is my thing, <laughs> um, and uh, and like esports now, esports works with with band and, and like endorphins and dopamine and how like all these different metals. And, right. Yeah. How do you kind of inspire kids to to adjust their own difficulty in the band room and then right. achieve and succeed? It was okay. really interesting. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. How so are you doing, Dylan? I'm doing. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I want to talk about you. Okay. <laughs> because it, it, it's been one of the coolest things is just seeing Kenley and Matt hanging around, talking to the people, and having. As everyone knows, Kate and I are Canadian, mm-hmm. and I'm just immensely proud in the most not, you know, patronizing way. <laughs> uh, just to see see you doing this thing, and yeah. So anyway, thank you, Kenley. Oh, thanks, Dylan. Composer, publisher extraordinaire, Matt Close, all the way from Australia. <laughs> Welcome to uh, this little band room podcast. Thanks, Dylan. It's nice to be here with three of our friends. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the scale of this thing is just incredible. It's, it's great to be yeah. here. And this is not your first Midwest planning. No, it's actually my third. So third? I came over twice just before COVID, but it's my first time back Beautiful. since COVID. So it's great to be back. Awesome. And, it's, and how are things going so far? Yeah, really good. It's, um, it's just been super cool to catch up with yeah. people. You know, there's the business side of the thing, yeah. but then there's just the hugs. Yeah, We've come halfway around the world for the yeah. hugs and the laughs and you know, just and to see how our friends are doing. And it's been cool seeing you kind of walk around and just talking about how you want more music in Australia. Yeah, yeah and that's that's been a real goal for me this year. Um, uh, as, as you will know, but maybe our listeners won't be aware, I'm, I'm recently retired from 32 years in the Navy band. Uh, and so now I've got time. What, means I've got time to focus on this other part of my life which is this publishing and distribution business and what I want to do is just get out as much music as I can out into the market Absolutely, like yeah. um, so much amazing music being written yeah. um, that doesn't really make it down to Australia we're a long way from right. everywhere down there yeah. so if I can be that conduit to get great music being played in our school system and our community events it's great no it's, it's awesome and um, with well, the other question I'm asking people if they have any favorite Midwest memories yeah, that, that are shareable. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, I was, and, and this is a, it's a little bit name droppy, so oh, I, no, that's I hope what you'll this, forgive me. That's, that's kind a, of the Midwest thing, yeah, right? We're, we're in America. Um, <laughs> the first time I came here uh, was 2018. I lined up for like a year to get my registration tag because I, right. did, I didn't do it at the hotel like I should have. <laughs> the lessons we learned. Um, and I walked into the exhibit, towards the exhibition hall, 
was just inside the exhibition hall. I was I walked right. into the Hal Leonard pit, and Timothy Marr was talking to somebody else, and he stopped talking to them, dropped his briefcase, bear hugged me, <laughs> and yelled at the top of his voice, "Oh my God, it's Matt Close!" <laughs> And then winked at me and went, yeah. I'll help you get famous. There you go. And that was that was kind of the thing. And it was just the funniest thing. Tim's a beautiful guy yes. and, and, a, and a, an amazing sense of humor. And, uh, and he's got a little bit sad he's retiring. Yeah, his year. last year at St. Olaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking a couple minutes to talk to us. Thanks, thanks so for please, we'll make sure to put all the links that we can to uh, publishing and anything that you're keep, we'll keep up and doing. And, and, thank but you. anyway, thanks, Matt. My pleasure. Cheers, man. The Bandroom Podcast is proudly supported by Kaleidoscope Adventures. Kaleidoscope Adventures is a full-service student trip planner with more than 26 years of inspiring student travel. Dylan and I have had positive experiences on school music trips, so we both know how much these meaningful opportunities contribute to students' musical development and create lasting memories. Kaleidoscope Adventures specializes in organizing unique trips to over 40 student-friendly destinations. If you're planning a student trip, you can count on the Kaleidoscope Adventures professionals to collaborate with you to organize the perfect education or performance tour. When you're ready to plan your next adventure, visit KaleidoscopeAdventures.com. That's KaleidoscopeAdventures.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I, I'm going to stop saying that because I realize I have to do an intro and I'm, I've already said it twice. But uh, I'm still at the <laughs> Prairie Composers booth. Uh, Kenley has left, but I am now with his partner in crime, another wonderful Canadian, another wonderful composer. I just heard a fantastic piece of his yesterday at the new music session. Uh, Matt Rufeld, welcome to the band room at Midwest. Thanks, Dylan. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, it's great. Uh, so this is your first Midwest as a, I guess, distributor, exhibitor? Exhibitor. We can say exhibitor. Yeah, distributor sounds druggy, so I don't... Yeah, want... <laughs> I mean, tech, technically... Well, actually, technically, no. Okay, okay. I'm not really distributing much. Yeah. Just showing myself off. Yeah. But how's it going so far? It's great. This Midwest is one of my favorite places to be. Mm -hmm. There's so much that happens. Uh, Kenley, Kenley and I were talking the other day, and he just kept singing, the room where it happens, the room <laughs> where it happens. And it's Kenley's first Midwest. It's yeah. it's absolutely adorable watching him here I because know. he's Little like a Kenley. kid in the candy store. He's like, <laughs> it's so big, and it's so amazing, and there's so much, and everyone's here. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Kenley. Yeah. But it's really, like, being around people like that is just so exciting because it brings you back to the first time you were here when you were so excited your eyes were as big oh, yeah. as saucers like everyone's here mm -hmm. look there's Frank Kelly. look there's Randall Sandridge right. look there's Timothy Renish look there's uh, I don't know <laughs> there's Robert Reynolds there's everybody here yeah right there's John Philip Sousa back from the dead <laughs> no his face around these bags that the <laughs> marine band are hanging so in. many yeah, bags but yeah no I, I was telling uh, Kenley and whoever's going to listen to this. It's just been really great to see you and Kenley here and have a presence. And uh, once again, biased because I am Canadian, but I, I'm immensely happy and proud to see both of you doing your thing here and spreading the gospel and your wonderful music here. Awesome. Thanks, and I want to I want to mention this. It's a, is it your new, one of your newer pieces? Yes. Intergalactic Fanfare. Um, we'll make sure to link it in our show notes as well as some Kenley stuff. But anyway, it was it was one of my favorite pieces at this new music thing. 
grade 2.5. Um, so you need to go check check it out. And uh, yeah, well, thanks for chatting, man. Yeah, my pleasure. This is great. Still on the exhibit floor, I need to stop starting like that because it's obvious because that's what this episode is. But I'm here at the United States uh, uh, Navy Fleet Bands booth and with none other than a fellow Sun Devil, Greg Fritz, the Fleet Band Director of... Yes, Director of Fleet Band Activities. Yeah, activities. Yep. And, uh, and I, I met Greg last year at an informal ASU hang and uh, bumped into him here. So I thought I'd ask, how's Midwest going for it? Midwest is great. It's uh, you know always good to be here and reconnect with folks and and, and meet new yeah. uh, you know colleagues and you know, even even just on the the bus rides back and forth from you know the Palmer House <laughs> to to here you know meeting folks and you know finding out how small our, our community is you yeah, know absolutely um, it's a that's wonderful because yeah. I remember last year I was on one of those shuttle rides I was sitting next to this older gentleman and I think I had some like ASU swag or something. And he was a student of Dick Strange. And this, yeah. this guy was like in his like, 60s. So. so that, for me, it's been really cool to, to end up meeting you and as, as the, the current junior. It's cool meeting some alumni and doing that thing. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to ask, since this is the Midwest Memories episode, Uh-oh. do you have any shareable... <laughs> is this the redacted version? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I, I can put some bleeps in if I need to. <laughs> no. uh, but uh, do you have any favorite Midwest Memories? Well, I was just telling one of my, my Navy colleagues about this last night is, uh, you know, before I joined the Navy, I, I taught high school for three years okay. in Maslin, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my first memory was, you know, I was the brand new young assistant band director and, you know, the the older experienced head band director, you know, was bringing the new kid along to right. Midwest, you know, like this is how we do things. And, you know, we, we fly into Midway and then we hop on the orange line and we take the orange line to the Palmer house, we drop our bags off, we hit Miller's Pub, yeah. you know, we take a nap, uh, you know, and then uh, we go to the, the uniform company right. dinner that night, you know, and then um, and then the next day we hit, you know, all, all the great, um, you know, exhibits and yeah. uh, conference things. So, uh, you know, that's always stuck in my mind, yeah. of, like my first... You know, kind of experience of Midwest. And it's a lot. Got to go into Midwest mode. Just, just push through, baby. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I find myself. I, I have that same routine still. Of, you know, yeah. you know, all, all those places we, we tend to keep going. And you know, you know, back then when it was held down at the Hilton. Right. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. Of all the, uh, I think many of us are old, old habits are hard to break. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you can have it here, but like we we have to stay over here yeah, or, yeah. or go to those certain you know, restaurants or bars yeah. where we have all those great memories yeah. from, from years past. Yeah. Um, That's wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking yeah. a couple minutes, Greg. Yeah, thanks, And Dylan. we're going to make sure to link all of the Fleet Band things that we can in our episode links. But thanks for chatting. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Dylan. Here I am. I'm trying to come up with new ways to start these things, and it's not going well so far. <laughs> um, but I'm here with a dear friend of the Bandroom Podcast, coming to you from, where am I? Uh, Murphy Music, Blue Dot, 
area of Midwest that you should all come check out next year. Um, but I'm here with composer, trumpeter, educator extraordinaire, Nicole Pino. Welcome back to the bedroom. I'm happy to be here, and I'm happy that you said my name correctly. Hey. Can we talk about that for a moment before we get into this? Yeah, well, I always do that with, like, because uh, I, I, I know Kate does the podcast with me, but it's been, uh, I've messed up her name many times, oh. and she was so nice she didn't even correct me for a while. I usually just let it go. And then eventually she did. I know when's the right moment, though. Yeah. That's, that's tough to know. Uh, first thing, how's yes. it going here at uh, the 76th Midwest Clinic? It's going great. It's going great. You've I been can't keeping complain. busy? I've been quite busy. You That's had a, a good thing. You had a performance yesterday? I did. Yeah. The Mason Wind Symphony performed Safely Rest with Richard Floyd conducting, which oh, was fantastic. It, it was a pleasant <laughs> surprise when I found that out. Yeah. And there's lots of other exciting things happening, one of which uh, involves my dear teacher Jason Kassler in Arizona State, because you wrote a new symphony for band. I sure did. And uh, we uh, recorded a little clip the other the other day and went out on the social medias. Um, <laughs> but yeah, can you tell us a little bit about it? Sure. I would love to. So it's a symphony. It's a five-movement symphony, about 25 minutes. That's the boring part. <laughs> Let's get it out of the way. Uh, the more interesting part, hopefully... Uh, it's called Sunflower Studies, so it's about sunflowers, which was a little weird to, to say, hey, I'm writing a symphony about sunflowers. <laughs> How about it? Let's, yeah. let's go. But it's, it, I promise you it's actually quite meaningful. Um, so I, I do, I love the flower. It's my favorite flower. It's been right. my favorite flower for a long time. It was also Van Gogh's favorite flower as he has... Um, okay. A series of paintings that he did uh, that he called his sunflower paintings, and I've always connected with him because uh, the color choices he uses and the exaggeration that he has between the two of them in terms of dark and light. So I consider him a kindred spirit. Yeah. Um, and so I combine his love with the sunflower and my love with the sunflower, and tapped into his painting style uh, to translate that into what I think the music could sound like with his painting style for a couple of the movements and then yeah. a couple of the other movements are just about the flower themselves um, and how, how beautiful it is because it's a simple flower on the appearance but right. when you really think about it it's actually quite complicated yeah. if you go into real close. really think about all these things and I'm all about beauty and connecting with, with it and he considered the it to a uh, represent gratitude the sunflower and I can agree with that but I, I actually think it represents faith oh, wow. uh, and, and getting through difficult times which actually yeah. writing this symphony did actually help Good. that and that's a more personal story that we can talk about yeah. at a different time <laughs> but um, the so there, there's a lot there's a lot I haven't spoken about right. with the symphony I'm kind of saving that yeah. until we get closer to the premiere yeah. in the, in the you know, I feel like I should fly back for it I would love that yeah. But no, and it's a at least a little section. We did. It's a groove. Yeah. We were just discussing. No, maybe we better not. Stevie Wonder's people might come after us. Yeah, let's, let's, let's not go into my my accidental. 
anyway, it's great. <laughs> it's great. And I also want to mention that the consortium for that is still open, and we'll make sure to link that in our episode notes so you can check it out. And, you know, even if you have an ensemble that maybe isn't going to play, but you want to support uh, a new piece, Nicole, and the, A couple movements you can play yeah. alone. Two of them I made sure to do that. I mean, people keep asking me grade level, and honestly, part of the idea behind this was let's give me a chance to just write without worrying about it yeah. for a change. Right. So thank you, Jason. Uh, but if I had to put a grade level on it, I would say a couple movements are upper fives, okay. and some are more in the six range. But it's not like beyond six. It's not that far. Yeah. It's I'm a very idiomatic writer naturally, so it's I would say five or six. Awesome. So yeah, please go check it out. It's great. Nicole's a wonderful person. I try. Yeah, I, I don't know. Try. I have my moments. That's right. Very humble trumpet player. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much, Nicole. What are those? <laughs> thank you. You know, Kate, I often think back to my time at music camp and how important that time was not only in my growth as a musician, but as a person. I feel the same way. My first time performing original music in front of a big audience was at a music camp, and many of the people I met at camp are still friends and colleagues of mine today. 2022 marks the 60th anniversary of the Interprovincial Music Camp. That's right, 60 years of being Canada's most comprehensive music camp. IMC offers specialized camps for all levels of band, orchestra, choir, musical theater, rock, jazz, and songwriting. Students can learn from faculty that include members of major symphony orchestras, Juno and Grammy Award winners, touring musicians, and music educators. Also, new this year is IMC's Beginning Band Camp, open to campers ages 9 to 14. Located at the beautiful Camp Manitou on Manitowabing Lake, located in the heart of Muskoka Perry Sound region of Ontario, Canada, IMC facilities are second to none. With fully equipped cabins, outstanding meals, with one of the chefs dedicated to preparing meals for those with specific dietary needs. IMC is unique in that it is centered around music, but also offers a true camp experience, including traditional activities such as swimming, sailing, water skiing, beach volleyball, and much more, as well as evening programs for the campers each night after the faculty concert. IMC provides young musicians with comprehensive and exceptional musical training with faculty members who are some of Canada's finest performers and educators some of which include past bandroom guest, conductor, clinician, and educator Colin Clark, Dr. Colleen Richardson from Western University, Dominic Desotel, Principal Clarinet of the Canadian Opera Company, Sarah Jeffrey, Principal Oboe of the Toronto Symphony, and Vanessa Freilich, Associate Principal Trombone of the Toronto Symphony. They all bring a wealth of teaching experience and performing skills and are passionate about sharing their love of music with young musicians. Don't miss the opportunity to grow, be inspired, have fun, and make memories that will last a lifetime. Stay connected by following them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at imc.ca. That's imc.ca. To learn more about how you or someone you know can celebrate 60 years of the Interprovincial Music Camp, visit campimc.ca. That's campimc.ca.
Okay, here we are. I'm still at the Murphy Music Press area. This is where all the, the best and brightest of Midwest are. And I'm here with our good old happy hour drinking friends <laughs> from our, our, that we're on the Global Banner Podcast, John Phillips, judge administrator for DCI, as well as many other hats that he might tell us about. Who knows? Welcome to the temporary band room. Dylan, such a pleasure to be with you today. And uh, I think this is great um, this year because last year at the Midwest, yeah. you know, we were all masked up. Yeah, I can see the bottom of your face now. This we, is can, <laughs> we can see smiles yeah. and blemishes. So, uh, <laughs> but it's been it's been really great. I'm yeah. having a, a wonderful week here. Yeah, no, it's been really nice to connect. Uh, also, I should I always like to say John is also a fellow Canadian. Uh, which is great. That, that was our episode that we did, Oh Canada, right? We had a great time with, <laughs> you know, Keith is always fun, and those, yeah. those, those Saturday afternoon kind of relaxed podcasts that he did, yeah. and it just let us uh, relax a little bit and talk about, in, in that instance, Canadian music. Yeah. And that was a fun, fun afternoon with you and Kate. Yeah, who's missing this year, but uh, we send thoughts and vibes her way. Uh, one thing that I'm asking, since this episode is like Midwest Memories, what is? Do you have a favorite Midwest memory from over the years? That's shareable. I I, I can I can. I have many things. memories. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a lot, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go all the way back to my first Midwest experience because I think, especially as a Canadian, for for those of us who got to come here uh, for the first time, it's just uh, your eyes are so wide open. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we live in a pretty provincial community up there as a country, yeah, yeah. let alone as a, as a music community. Yeah. So um, coming to something like the Midwest Clinic, similar to TMEA and some of the other bigger uh, conventions, it was so impressive, uh, the performance standards, number one. Oh, yeah. And then this exhibit area that we're in. I mean, there's nothing like this at yeah. all. You could burn a hole in your wallet real fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many batons do we really need? But we still get one every year. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah. yeah. But no, it is. It's great. And it, I, last year was my first one, which they told me was a small one, and I was still kind of overwhelmed. But yeah. I'm getting more used to it. It's good. Well, and the interesting th thing about my first one, there's a tradition that the, the uh, convention, and I think when it first started, was held at the Hilton Hotel yeah. on uh, Michigan Avenue. Um, but the, my first year, it was actually for some renovation reason, and they are doing renovations this year again at the Hilton, it was moved to a Hyatt up on the river. And uh, it was, you know, I, it was like you. It wasn't yeah. as big for my first time, but it was big enough. Yeah, yeah. It gave me a taste of it yeah. and made me want to come back. And I've been coming back ever since. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you for chatting, John. And I, we need to have you on a full episode with uh, you, me, and Kate. So that would be nice. I'd, I'd love to get back and, and talk with, with all of you. So thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, guess what? It's day three now, which I guess is technically the last day of Midwest now because there's a snowstorm coming, folks. You'll hear it, and it will already have happened. You'll be shoveling. But uh, I'm at the Murphy Music booth, and I am here with composer extraordinaire Harrison J. Collins. And not only a composer, but a, pa a patron of the Bandroom <laughs> Podcast. Welcome to the... Uh, the podcast at Midwest. Thank you, thank you. It's a joy to be here. Uh, huge fan of y'all's work, so of course I had to be a patron, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's great to finally be on the pod yeah. proper. Yeah. Well, 
this is only just this is just a sample. But oh, we'll, of we'll get we'll get more a longer one at some point. <laughs> um, but how's your Midwest so far? Oh, it's great. Uh, I gotta say, I really do enjoy the three day Midwest. I mean, it is sort of like uh, there's <laughs> I have enough. a yeah I have a little bit more hope in this day knowing that I get to go home after this. Right. Whereas on, as a at a normal Midwest, I'm kind of thinking like, oh man, we're doing this again <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. So, but it's good. I mean, it's always so lovely to be here and see friends and colleagues. And there's just nothing quite like the the joy that comes from this the this short burst of connection with oh, each yeah. other. It's amazing. And speaking of connection and doing lots of things, you've been very busy recently. Uh, well, yeah. all the time, recently, <laughs> but um, could you t- tell us about? You did a super cool project uh, in New York. Was it last week? Yeah, it was it was last week or the week before last or something like that. It was very recent. Yeah, it was with uh, the New York University Wind Symphony and Jason Noble. I did it as a, uh, a part of the Aurora Tapestry Collective, which is a small collective of composers that I have with Kevin Day, Josh Trinidou, and Kataj Copley. Uh, I know Kevin and Kataj have been past yep. members of the pod. Love those guys to death. Uh, and we have been doing a consortium called the Let's Play Consortium, where all four of us wrote uh, music inspired by our love of video games and so each of each one of us took on a different genre and we took on a different grade level so that we'd have this sort of scaffolded thing that makes it easy for a lot of groups to approach and so Jason Noble was the one we approached about leading this consortium and he was so so amazing and so gracious and and wonderful and having us out and having us do these world premieres and so I got to stand on a podium and rehearse my my new band piece dark convictions coming out soon check it out um, <laughs> it's like and Right, yeah, and uh, and it was it was a blast. The musicians are wonderful. Jason was great, and and the the concert went incredibly well. So we were so glad for that opportunity. Yeah, no, it looked cool. Live stream was great. And, Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna make sure to uh, link Harrison's um, website. Anything, uh, anything that so you can keep up for uh, with. His music, what he's doing, all those cool things. But thanks so much for uh, being on this little little podcast. All right. Well, thank you for having me, Dylan. Okay, here we are. I've now uh, migrated over to the And We Were Heard booth, uh, a wonderful organization from our, uh, uh, founded by our friend uh, Caitlin Bove. And I'm here with another friend of the podcast, mm-hmm. Marie A. Douglas. Welcome to uh, the band room at Midwest. <laughs> so cool. So I'm glad to be on here. So thanks yeah. for hitting me up and coming yeah. over to visit. And if visit. you haven't already, go listen to Marie's Fool big long episode because it was great it was so fun was i so listened fun. to it the other day when i was driving around yeah it was dope <laughs> listening but, uh, to my own voice right i hated it. listening to my own voice but i enjoyed laughing again at the <laughs> jokes that we were telling <laughs> it was hilarious yeah. so how's, how's your midwest so far exhausting as heck but it's so yeah, much fun you know okay. uh you know you meet so many people and just you know people that you never forget and you love and you know you see family again people that you haven't seen in years it's it's awesome it's awesome conversations with legends and stuff like that it's cool it's just uh, what do they call it the world's biggest band family reunion exactly right we need to have a dance floor next year (laughs) i'll dj well i'll play beyonce we'll do the renaissance depending where you end up in in the evenings you don't know 
study. Good. Good. Right. Uh, and the, the other question I, uh, I want to ask you, since this is, we titled this episode Midwest Memories mm-hmm. of the Year, so we're wondering, what do you have any favorite Midwest memories that are shareable, okay. that I don't have yes. to censor out? Thanks for clarifying that. Yep. Um, my favorite thing about Midwest uh, over the years has been um, ever since I started uh, coming in 2006, I came with, uh, or 2007, excuse me, with the Florida A&M University uh, Department of Music and we uh, we took a bus full of like 50 or so you know, students every year to Midwest and I was blessed to be on that fully funded trip every year. And you know, you got, I know people who are just, you know, it's my same age. They're like, I'm here for the first time. Yeah. I'm like, wow, man, I'm so sorry, you know. But like, good luck, right? Because because when I first started coming, it was like like, you know, like you said, fly birdie, and then boom, <laughs> <laughs> I hit the floor. Yeah. You know, hit the ground. You know, failing at networking, but over the years, just getting better and perfecting a pitch and right. becoming a professional. Yeah. You know evolving as a professional. I, my favorite thing about Midwest is having the chance to evolve yeah. and grow as a professional as a result of being forced to come here every year. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm not, no, I'm gonna say, that was one of the best answers I've ever had for that, that question. Yes. That was great. But Marie, uh, thank you so much for taking a couple minutes to do thanks, this. Thanks for asking. It. It's always a pleasure. Until next time. Okay, I'm still at the Ann Weaver Hurt booth, and one of the cool things about being at Midwest is connecting with with uh, former guests who have been on the podcast, but also connecting with new friends who will be on the podcast. <laughs> and I'm really lucky right now to be here with uh, Catherine Bergman, composer extraordinaire. Welcome to the uh, BRP at uh, Midwest. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Yeah. And how's it going so far? Fantastic. It's always fun to be at Midwest. Um, it's exhausting mm-hmm. but it's and a little bit overwhelming, but it's so fun. And yeah, every year is a little bit different. Yeah. 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 And and I already mentioned, but we're at the and we were heard booth, so and I encourage everyone uh, first of all next year to come visit, but also check out the website and all the wonderful composers and initiatives that are going on there. Um, and uh, so you can come hear more of Catherine's uh, music and all that fun stuff. And uh, the other question that I'm asking is, this is our Midwest Memories episode. Mm. I love alliteration. Uh, so what, what do you have a favorite Midwest memory? So the first time I came to Midwest was in 2017. Mm-hmm. And John Mackey very generously offered up a booth to underrepresented composers and that was kind of my intro to the whole Midwest thing and it was so great because I not only got to like share my work with all these people at this huge conference but I also got to meet some amazing new friends who are just incredible and since them then have gone on to do super amazing things which all of you already know Omar Thomas Kevin Day you know like these people who, at the time, people didn't know yeah. yet, yeah. and then to watch these you know, new friends go on and um, excel is pretty awesome. Yeah, 
Yeah, even our own Kate Nishimura. Yes, and yeah. I, I met Kate that day, or that that conference, and she wasn't at the booth with us, but we were all like, why aren't you here? Come along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Yeah, no, I, because uh, I've heard so many of the people that you name talk about just how in, impactful that having that opportunity was for yeah. them. And then, yeah, because I, it, it's a long story about how Midwest works and if you have a piece on a program and it's just, yeah, you, you have to pay for a booth and John's very nice to, to do this and, and to get other voices out into the world. But this has been great. Thank you, Catherine, for taking Thank a you. couple minutes. Yeah, absolutely. It seems like almost every episode we talk about the importance of community. Often maybe our guests bring it up to why they became interested in band. Community is a big part of why many of us do what we do. Absolutely, and that's why I love our new partnership with the Canadian Band Association, to share an opportunity for you to be part of a national community of band directors, musicians, and educators. And becoming a member is easy. By joining your provincial band chapter, you automatically become a member of the Canadian Band Association. No matter if you're in British Columbia, Newfoundland and Labrador, or anywhere in between, there is a band association for you. Yes, even my homeland of Prince Edward Island. They started a new one, which is very exciting. Membership benefits include access to the Canadian Winds Journal, monthly e-news, national insurance program, national youth band audition discounts for students, access to national awards and musician certificates. Not to mention all the great events your own provincial chapters will hold. Conducting workshops, community band events, reading sessions, workshops, and more. Support band and music education in Canada through supporting the work being done by your local chapter. To learn more about how you can become a member of the Canadian Band Association, visit canadianband.org chapters to find info on how to connect with your provincial chapter. That's canadianband.org chapters to learn how you can be part of the Canadian Band community. And uh, I'm I, I got to stop starting them like this, but I'm still at the end we were heard. And uh, I'm with another Douglas now. I'm here with Dante Douglas, Associate Director of Bands at USC. And this is first year there? First year. Hey, congrats. Thank you. Exciting. Very exciting. And how's Midwest thus far? It's going great. Besides the weather yeah. part there, then, but other than that. We have a three day Midwest this year. Exactly. Yeah. Because I'm leaving tonight because of uh, it. Yeah, and I'm going in, I'm going in, the, in the morning now. Oh well. Hopefully we get home safe. Right. Be great. We'll be fine. Um, one thing I wanted to uh, ask you, because uh, the, the USC thing was, um, USC came to Arizona State last last year, and uh, I'm I'm not I'm involved with the marching band a little bit at ASU, but I'm Canadian, so I don't know anything about marching. Um, so I, I but I was wondering, why do you play the fanfare so much? It, is it that is, a tradition? It is a tradition, and it's also to taunt. Oh, okay. See, these are the things I that. Americans are teaching me. <laughs> it is a definitely a taunting feature. Because whenever whenever we had Marie on the podcast, I was like, can you please tell Dante to pick some new new tunes, please? But, You'll be okay. surprised. We have a good book, but okay. Tribute to Troy is the... <laughs> it, it serves two purposes. Uh, for our fans to be excited about what's going on and get into the spirit, but also to annoy. 
people like you. <laughs> well, success. Because I, I, it was in my memory for like a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I digress. Uh, so I'm, I'm asking everyone, this is our Midwest Memories episode. And I'm wondering, if do you have any favorite Midwest Memories? I will pick two from this time. Okay. Uh, to see Marie be able to like watching somebody's dreams come true is like yeah, yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, we weren't going to come this year. She was like, but I think I need to be there. Like, there's a climbing roller coaster, and I think right. if I go to Midwest, I can just go for a nice ride. Yeah. And here we are. Her conversations that she's having with people yeah. are really cool. So to see your better half doing the thing yeah. that she wants to do is. Yeah, yeah pretty cool and like I said uh, earlier mm -hmm. there was this uh, presentation about microaggressions mm -hmm. and being a minority in the majority world and to see uh, African Americans Asians and mixed culture people talking about their experiences inside of a majority world mm -hmm. and letting the room hear it and the room being acceptable to hearing it was like a moment mm -hmm. like for our country I think that's a big deal yeah. in our profession oh, but I think everybody walked away with something like, oh, okay, cool. Even me, being a minority, it was yeah. like, I still walked away with something. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, really cool. So 2022, 22. despite leaving earlier, <laughs> it's, it's, been good. It's, it's been good. Yeah, and it's been great to, the, the past couple of years to see more, more of the diversity and inclusion workshops coming to Midwest. Because if it happens here, it'll hopefully spread you know, right. everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, but no, that's great. And I just want to thank you for taking a couple minutes to chat with us here. And I can't wait till you're uh, on the, the full episode of the Bandwidth Podcast. Let me know when I'm there. Okay, cool. Thank you, Dante. No problem. I've migrated back to Murphy Music because that's where all the best and the brightest here at the Midwest <laughs> Clinic are. And I'm here with none other than composer, educator, wonderful person extraordinaire, Omar Thomas. Welcome to the band room at Midwest. Thank you very much for having me. And uh, how's it going so far? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Yeah, hanging you know, in. We're all awake somehow. <laughs> Fading, running. He's going to run to a performance right after yeah, this. That's right. Um, but uh, I, I want, we're asking, this is our Midwest Memories episode. Mm -hmm. So what, do you have any favorite Midwest memories? You know, I think it was the last Midwest one the Dallas Twins performed. And uh, and they did Come Sunday. Yeah. And Jerry Jumping gave kind of like this epic introduction to me. <laughs> I won't repeat it. You had to be there. But it was like the most hilarious thing ever. And the whole room burst into rousing laughter. Mostly because it was funny and a little bit of discomfort, but in a funny way. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, it was, that was a great performance. Yeah. And and you had the, the Midwest commissioned you last year. I guess that's correct. As yeah. well as our very own Kate. Yes. That also exactly. So cool. awesome. Well, thank you so yeah. much for for taking a little bit of time yeah. to to be here. Thank you so much. Here I am, Murphy Music Booth, still hanging out. And uh, I mentioned I mentioned before when we were talking with Catherine Bergman, uh, one of the coolest things about being at Midwest is connecting with people I've been able to connect with through the podcast, but also meeting new people who are going to be on the main episode of the podcast at some point. And uh, I'm here with none other than composer extraordinaire, Kalijah Dutton. <laughs> Welcome you. to the yes. band room at Midwest. Oh, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was an amazing introduction, hey, to be honest. I do it again. 
But um, but how's your Midwest going thus far? Your the seventy sixth. I'm I'm stunned. This is my first one. Is ever. it? Yeah. Oh my god. Ever. And I had three performances that I was blessed with oh, um, from, from different groups, and yeah. it's been it's been amazing. It's yeah. been an uh, amazing learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew a lot as a composer in just three days. It's, ri- yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I'm just hoping to meet a lot more people yeah. and um, and build great relationships. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's, that that's great. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's whenever at Midwest there's this, this influx of mm-hmm. like, well, everyone who you're going to work with and all the connections you're making and yeah. all the amazing people you're able to talk to and learn from. It's, yeah. it's great. Mm-hmm. And three performances. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Um, people, you know, I didn't know how big of a deal it was, yeah. to be honest. When people would tell me, they, they said, you have you have how many performances? I'm, I was like, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was, what that meant, you yeah. know. Um, but actually being able to attend and see you know the audience like it was just packed it was yeah. a packed house yeah um i was just like whoa this is a big deal yeah, yeah. you know and I, I have been asking people mm-hmm. uh, what what's your favorite midwest memory because mm. this, this episode's going to be called midwest memories oh okay but i know it's only your first year but has there mm-hmm. been any besides your performances mm-hmm. anything that is um i think um just for me personally um the you know, one of the groups that performed my piece, uh, Brooklyn Wind Symphony. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of old teachers, old high school teachers in that group. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I'm Jeff Ball, uh, the conductor. He's my old high school band director. No way. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that was just surreal. Yeah. You know, to, to see all of them in the same place yeah. again, um, I think I will always remember that. That's that's the most memorable, memorable thing about it to me. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Seeing old faces and old friends. Yeah. Um, even... Even some people that I went to high school with, you know, they they were performing in the band too, yeah. so full yeah. circle. Full, full circle. circle. Yeah, well, I, I I told them as long as we do music, I'll see you again. Yeah, yeah, that's well, the beauty of it. We're, we're gonna make sure to, to link your website, anything mm. that we because you're doing amazing things. Yes, thank you, thank but, you. But thank you so much for taking a couple minutes to, to chat. Of course, of course, yeah, anytime. Here I am again. But you're listening to this episode, so you know that. So, But I'm still at Murphy Music Press, um, which you should definitely come check out next year if you're at uh, Midwest. And I'm here with a longtime friend of the Bandroom Podcast. One of our first like Bandroom Live things that we did, which you can still go listen to, um, Giovanni Santos. How's it going? Good. How are you? It's nice to be here. Nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you too. And how's your Midwest going so far? It's going great. It's going really well. I had a premiere yesterday yes. with the Allen High School Band, and they're outrageously awesome. Yep. Um, also very nice. I brought my wife for the first time. She wanted to yes. come along. She's having a good cool. time. She's tired now. Oh, yeah. She wants nothing to do with us anymore. Yeah. Just kidding. Too, but, much, uh, too much band people. Too many band people. She's the one, one is enough, right? Yeah. But I know uh, she's having a good time. How much can we talk about a forte piano? Crescendo accent and release. Like exactly. this is, uh, I also brought my wife for the first time this year. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So she's che- checking out Chicago. She didn't dare come into the conference. Yeah, I think my wife is going to do that as well. <laughs> and also looking for possible earlier flights. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we we know what's coming. In the, yeah, in the morning is. Yeah, no, <laughs> and it's been really cool, you know, since we, I've known you for a, a couple of years now, yeah. and just to see all the cool things that are happening. Saxophone concerto? Is, is, yeah. Is that, yeah, yeah. Was that? That comes out... Um, in June, right. there's actually several things oh, okay. coming out soon. Um, there's a symphony. Oh, 
awesome. coming out in February mm-hmm. at TMEA. Okay. Um, and then it'll be published uh, with Murphy yep. Music Press. There's the sax concerto. It'll be June, and then a that's piece. what's Greg Whit- Whitmore. Yeah, he premiered it, and there's a few more schools playing it. Awesome. Um, and then I wrote a piece, Chavez, 1927, which also comes out in June once all the schools are, okay. are done performing. So there's a few things. Yeah. You're cooking. You're cooking. Uh, I'm well, having a good time. And uh, and I'm asking uh, people, what what's your? Do you have a favorite Midwest memory? I don't think a specific memory. I mean, last year was my first first time that I had a piece yeah. played here so that was really exciting with Vandercook yeah. and this year we had the premiere I think my really my favorite thing is just seeing old friends like okay. you and hanging out and, and meeting new friends yeah, yeah. And, and hearing all the stories of yeah. different performances yeah. and and you know old and new colleagues and uh, seeing some of the younger bands perform yeah. and their spirit and, yeah there's and been that's really, really exciting crazy you know high school band performances yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Las I, Vegas I love, Academy was like yeah, yeah yeah and it's you know that was kind of close by to my to where I live yeah. about three or four hours yeah, yeah. away so that's nice to see some kind of west yeah. west of the country bands performing um, and of course I love the the, the Reynolds Institute yep. and watching you know my old teacher yeah. continue teaching yeah, yeah, yeah. and so that's uh, that's always a blast. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's a bunch of things. Lots of cool things. No, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, I, I I appreciate you taking a couple minutes to chat, and it's great to talk to you again. Thanks, Giovanni. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I've now migrated further into the conference center, and now I'm at the Alfred uh, Publishing booth with a dear friend of the Band Room Podcast and a dear friend of mine, Jonathan Tejne. Welcome back to the Band Room. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Nice to see you here. Nice to see you too. And how's how's your uh, Midwest going so far? Really good, really good. I've seen a bunch of interesting uh, sessions uh, since uh, Monday. Yes, because it started Monday this year. And met a lot of people also uh, uh, that I haven't seen for so many years because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them were like, Jonathan. Or I was like, wow, we see each other again. (laughs) And and, and we had a lot of... uh, a lot of things to share together yep. of the last years. How has it been? Uh, uh, how did you manage? How did you struggle? Things like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of like stuff. you, actually. We've yeah. been seeing each other. Yeah. Since we'll the, do that right after yeah. this, probably. <laughs> and and we, uh, we had a little Zoom thing a couple weeks yes. ago, too. Yes. Where we all commiserated together. <laughs> but um, that's great. And it, you said this is your second second Midwest? Second Midwest. My first one was in 2014, I think, or 13. I don't remember by heart. Yeah. And I was supposed to come, come actually... Uh, last year, yeah. but things were pretty shaky yeah. in terms of like crossing the border. See, last year was my first one, but yeah, only because I was already here. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, obviously, yeah, you were that in Arizona, so I, I canceled the last moment. I said, no, no, I'm not buying a, a plane ticket. Uh, no. It was too shaky, like with the, the COVID thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I'm, I'm, this is going to be uh, uh, the episode will be titled Midwest Memories. So I'm asking everyone, do you have any favorite Midwest memories? Yeah. I, actually, I have two. Um, like this year, memories are coming from this year. I've gotten many like nice uh, meal time with my fellow uh, uh, composer and clinician here. That that I met, I met these people over because I talked to, to them uh, by phone or we did Zoom. But meeting them in person and sharing the moment, it's like you discover some guys that are are women that you were like, oh my god, I would share so much time with those people and speak. Yeah. But 
and, and like I share those those moments because I know it's gonna come only in one year, like, like once a year or if we do some activities. Yeah. And my other one is totally music unrelated. <laughs> I'm a huge fan, and it's totally music unrelated. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of urban development. Okay, yeah. if I was not studying in music, I would probably study in, in civil uh, uh, city <laughs> development and things like that. And oh, wow. I fell totally in love with the Chicago transit system. Yeah. That when I when I landed at the airport. I, don't, I did not uh, t took a cab or nothing. I said I'm gonna buy a CTA ticket, yeah. and I explored some lines. <laughs> I, okay. I like I like a, I just I just travel for nothing in some some some, some area yeah. just to explore art for looking at the schedule, and yeah. and I found it so efficient. So it was yeah. a good memory. And yeah. you're saving a lot of money. Yes, actually. I'm gonna probably take an, an Uber from one of the airports. And oh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, obviously, obviously. Right. Anyway. And it's really well done. They're, they've got the loop here in yeah. Chicago. Like a, a loop is, it circles it circles downtown and. Five, actually five lines of metro are going to that loop, so it's so efficient. It's one of the best uh, transit system I've seen. So. Well, there you go, folks. <laughs> I, the things that you learn. So next year, when you come to Midwest and you're stuck at O'Hare, yeah. wherever you are, you can thank Jonathan. Yeah, and just call me. I'll, I'm going to give you a tour of the Chicago transit system. Awesome. Thank you, friend, for hey, taking a couple th minutes. Thanks, to thanks, see, thanks to see, and good to see you again. Good to see you too. I've, I've gone deeper into the <laughs> into the conference center, into the exhibits, and I'm at a really important booth right now, probably the most important booth, because they're our main supporter of the Vanderbilt Podcast, and I'm at the Kaleidoscope Adventure booth with none other than my good friend Keith Kelly. Hello, Dylan. How are you? You also came to the noisiest part, the, I know. the part of the convention hall that podcasters never go. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you, might hear, you might hear a double C. You might hear pictures at an exhibition. We're not sure. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. So, uh, uh, how's your Midwest so far? It's been it's been great. It's you know, last year I thought like, okay, things are starting up again. Midwest is is, is back. But actually, this year really feels like it's the one that's back. It's been really busy. Um, it's been good for Kaleidoscope Adventures. Lots of people talking about travel again. Yeah. Lots of people talking about international travel again, which yeah. obviously, being from where I'm from, <laughs> is is. Uh, it's great to great to see, and uh, lots of people coming over and talking about your podcast, Dylan, and, and all the work that yourself and Kate are doing. And um, it's you know it's it's fantastic that um, you've been able to keep it going through the pandemic, after the pandemic. Because I know it's, I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, I mean, it's it's difficult to keep it all going right now yeah. post pandemic. Like it's a it's a different world we're kind of entering. How have you kind of found like that post pandemic well, period? I, I think it's been interesting because of, of this podcast and like Global Band Room and I don't know but the Kate and I did the live thing in British Columbia in October right and uh, to hear people come up and say like our podcasts are what helped them get through yeah. that and then they've stayed ever since yeah and there's the possibility to do things like this again and not look at you on a screen have been, <laughs> have yeah. been amazing even though you know we always we still are gonna have to do that after this well I saw when I saw you a few minutes ago we were down by the uh, Excelsior um, uh, booth and Peter Schiano was there and yeah. uh, I actually had four people that had all been on repertoire happy hour <laughs> together it was like we're not in little boxes anymore like the four of us yeah. are together from all over so so that was great and like little opportunities like that throughout the, the, the week to, to make real connections yeah. I mean 
you know, and I said this last year as well, so it's nothing new to say, but I'm still surprised by how much a Zoom connection and a Zoom relationship can feel like it's a real relationship yeah. when you meet. I'm, I had uh, Caddy Lacuta over at the ACB booth on uh, uh, the, the last two days, and it was we were about an hour speaking to each other before we remembered we hadn't actually met each other in person. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, yeah. like the, these relationships are still real though, yeah. you know, we're friends, yeah. you know. So, I mean, nothing beats being in person, but I mean, Zoom comes pretty close yeah. though. Yeah. You know, um, and I think that's been surprising. Yeah, still surprising. Actually, and the, the thing next speaking in person, we we tried to do it this year. We were going to do a joint uh, band room, global band room happy hour from Kitty O'Shea's, <laughs> but it just didn't work out. There's, first of all, there's too many Canadians here this year, so I'm I'm just trying to get with my people. Well, it's just, not just you. And the Canadians have my time too. I'm just, I'm just, I've been hanging out with the Alberta Canadians. You've been hanging around with the other side. I mean, yeah, yeah the Canadians have just swarmed yeah, Midwest we're this back, year. Baby. <laughs> but anyway, so so next year we'll figure out. I'm wondering it might be problematic. You know, a lot of, a lot of. Well, I'll have to use my new sensor button. Yeah, we'll, we're going to need a lot of editing. Like, make a joint Patreon account exclusive Just to hide it, hide it beyond the high paywall, Dylan. Anyway. You have to pay to get that yeah. sort of content. Yeah. Well, Who knows? But I just want to say uh, before, I'm incredibly grateful for you and your support uh, of, of the podcast and all these other podcasts too. I ran into Mark Connor the other day as well. Yeah, everything band, and I, I appreciate you and all, all the things you do in the global band room. I already link it every week, but. Um, you'll hear all the Kaleidoscope Adventure stuff and uh, thanks for everything thanks for taking a couple minutes to chat absolutely listen safe travels and avoid that storm as well (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna die okay I have now explored outside of the exhibit hall where it's a little quieter, but you might hear a double C here in a second. Oh, oh, no, went up a semitone and that's it. Okay, Um, (laughs) but I'm here with a friend of the podcast, uh, music educator extraordinaire, conductor, a wonderful conductor, tubist, David Lum. Welcome to the band room in Chicago. Hey, Dylan, great to see you. Yeah, well, here we are. Uh, (laughs) You know, amongst the high notes. And alternately, the tuba and the bass trombones on the other end. Because so. I just did one of these across from a booth right. that had a lot of trumpets at it, which was a horrible idea. <laughs> but as a trumpet player myself, I was kind of like, okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but how's your your how's the seventy sixth Midwest? Oh, it's been great. I was uh, you know I wasn't sure I was going to be able to make it this year, and I right. haven't been since twenty eighteen. Oh, yeah. So it's really good to come back, and you know I I was pretty regularly a regular attendee yep. before that. But uh, so I missed it. Well, through COVID, everyone missed it. But yeah. you know, I, I particularly missed it uh, last year when it was starting to come back. So yeah. I'm, I'm really glad I'm able. I'm with a different lens now. Yes. So oh, it's great. Yeah. This is only my second one, and I have a different lens. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> no kidding. No just kidding. Like, I'm just going to find the people I want to hang out. With. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm really happy this year that uh, that there's more. I, I really, I know, I realize our audience is like 60% American now, but. I, uh, there's more Canadians here this year, and I, I feel more at home. There were a lot of Canadians, and <laughs> that was bereft of any, like, very few from Ontario, and usually yeah. there's more, so yeah. so we will Next we year, will folks. overrun this place at some point. <laughs> uh, and uh, I want to, this, this episode will be titled Midwest Memories. Great. Mostly because of alliteration, it's called that. Yes. But I'm um, wondering, wondering if you have any, any favorite Midwest memories from over the years. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to share a couple with you. Um, 
funny enough, uh, I, I just got asked to go and do a, a Music for All regional festival, and I'm going to be on a table with Cheryl Floyd, and she oh, was has been one of my heroes for as long as I've been coming here. I think my first or second year, mm -hmm. I heard her middle school band from Texas yeah. play Sang, yeah. and she commissioned it, and I remember sitting in my chair and thinking, what did I just hear? Right. Not just the piece, but just what what an ensemble, right. you know? And I, I was, and it, it was like middle school middle school kids have no 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 business playing that well. Um, the, another highlight was uh, sitting in on an interview with Ellis Marcellus. Oh, yeah, which great. was just awesome because yeah. you know, I mean, of course, we all know his son's work and. It was very interesting to hear from the source, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so that that was quite, quite, uh, quite amazing. And I did. They used to do these uh, what they call midnight talks, which were really at eleven o'clock. And Sammy Nestico oh. did one of them. And yeah. uh, someone asked, "How do you come up with the names for your for your charts?" And <laughs> it's like, "Oh, this should be good." He says, "Well, when I run into a block and I can't write, I go out to the track to relax." And, and one day I went out to the track and I open I opened up the racing form and. You know, I, I, I take inspiration from some of those names. And now if you think of his charts, Dark Orchid, Hayburner, <laughs> those are absolutely awesome <laughs> yeah, names. Yeah. Uh, Satin and Glass. Solid names. Yeah. Oh, they're great names. Yeah. But it's, uh, well, could be a chart, the could be a horse. Know. Yeah, the absolutely. You know. So so it was. it's really interesting. Um, and I mean, so many phenomenal performances. Marine Band, Navy yeah. Band, you know. Yeah. Uh, so it was yeah. pretty, pretty significant. Uh, moments oh, oh sorry I, I should share one more um, so uh, H. Robert Reynolds did a setting of Omanu Mysteria yes. which everyone knows now and I was privileged to be here when um, I think it was premiered by an inner city school from Los Angeles and I looked down the row and there wasn't a dry eye yeah. and I immediately after the concert I ran downstairs to the, to the display area yeah. and I bought it yeah. And we, we performed it the, the following yeah. the following. Uh, I talk about March. that piece a lot because that's that's the piece that uh, kind of gave me my why. Yeah. Dr. Sure. Tim working on it with my high school yep. band, and I was kind of like, yep, I want to do that. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, same absolutely. thing. Not a dry eye. And, yeah, no, it's yeah. It, it's a remarkable yeah. piece of music. I mean, the the choral work is already yep. phenomenal, but to put it the setting for winds is just it's just really well done. So. Yeah. Well, thank yeah. you for those those memories. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's it's, <laughs> Taking it's a couple sometimes you chat. you forget what you forget. <laughs> <laughs> so, but thank you. I really awesome. appreciate it, and, and congratulations to you and Kate on thank the work you. you're doing with this podcast. It's it's uh it's a it's a great service to the, to the profession. Awesome. So, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. See you, David. Take care. <laughs>
Follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's on the go. If you have any thoughts on today's episode, leave us a comment on our website, bandroompod.com, where your comment might be featured on a future episode of BRP. Our theme music is Skyline, composed by EKR Hamill and performed by Dr. Gillian McKay and the University of Toronto Wind Ensemble. Stay safe and be well, bandies. Thanks again for stopping by the band room.